0: They're gonna rate people on a
1: scale of one to 10. How attractive do you think they are? Do you have a type that you're attracted to? Physically. Physically, okay.
0: Butts, smile. Butts and smiles. (laughs) Yeah. All right.
1: Let's rate some people. Five. What am I lacking? Your face is a little weird. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Five. Just not my cup of tea. Not even for one night? I mean, how? That hair. We'd have to put it back for sure. I mean, you're tall, but you're bald. Six! Like, one night stand material. Oh, okay. Five. What? Ask her how you get up to a seven. A seven? How can I be a ten? You
0: can't. Isn't it so terrible how men objectify women physically? All men ever think about is how big a girl's boobs are or how nice her ass is. It's really unfair because women are bombarded with female sexual imagery in media just to please men. Not only that, but because of all the unrealistic expectations, like being thin, that are hoisted onto women, they are becoming more and more depressed. We live in such a horrible society that is so awful to women. Really? I think there's someone out there who might have something different to say about that. Two months ago, I found this channel called Cut. Much of their content is based on harsh truths in relationships. This video, How Attractive Am I?, where people rate random strangers on a scale from 1 to 10, has 17 million views on it. It points out just how completely wrong feminism is about human nature, particularly with females. It turns out that women are quite adept at objectifying men and other women. On top of that, they are able to rate perfect strangers in just a few seconds after meeting them. I really appreciate the brutal honesty. Just like Jubilee, Cut is another left-leaning channel on YouTube that has programs dedicated to actual truth. Finally, it just goes to show you that even feminism's own party can prove them wrong. Now, contrary to popular belief, people want the truth. For example, you can take a look at how popular the honesty is from these Jubilee and Cut videos. They have millions of views. You can look at how popular Steven Crowder's Change My Mind segment is. Crowder's channel blew up when he started that segment and it became a meme. You can look at the fact that when mainstream media lies, they can only get away with that lie because they are pretending to tell the truth. And the more people expose mainstream media for lying, the less people will want to watch. People do not like being lied to. Even when the news is bad, people want the truth. Dr. Michael Osterholm was on the Joe Rogan podcast back in March and he told a story of a meningitis outbreak among high school students in a small town. He told everyone in a town meeting that one in seven people die when they get meningitis. When someone did end up dying, they were happy that he was honest even though the information was disturbing because the information allowed them to take the necessary actions to prevent the disease and save more lives. As the internet grows and mainstream news dies, it's becoming more and more apparent that people want the truth. I'm sure the liars hate that. As for this video, I'm not going to go over everyone who was in it. Let's just stick to the people who are interesting. And if you want to see everyone, you can just watch the original video. The premise is simple enough. They meet a random person. They rate that person. After everyone is rated, they line everyone up from least attractive to most attractive. And last, they put themselves where they think they fit into that line. First, we have Madison, whose best friend describes her as a bitch.
1: How would you describe me to someone who's never met me? Big personality. You're kind of a bitch.
0: (laughs) Then there's Anastasia, the big-titty goth chick.
1: You have such a nice ass. Nice. Can I go for it? Like, you can like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We have a Chad, who I'm just going to call Chad because I couldn't find his name.
1: No, I feel... What the hell? It's a 10. I feel
0: like you haven't even, like,
1: looked at him. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm sweating. (laughs) No, I mean, he's an attractive man. Do you model? I used to. Yeah. It's like me as a man, I like it. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) You're a 10, sir. Nice. You are a 10.
0: Next is Bajaro.
1: Oh, whoa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And last, we have Carter. I'm Carter. Carter, what's happening? (laughs) Nice to meet you, too. Before I go any further, let's hear a word from this video's sponsor, Sandman. Zuck the cuck drinks water like a duck, but he also drinks your data. So tell him and Google to shove your data up their schwing schwangs by downloading the Brave browser. It's free, blocks online advertising, and protects your privacy and data from evil tech companies. You only see ads if you want to see them and you give cryptocurrency for your attention. Don't let Zuck use you to make a buck. Download Brave by clicking on the link down below. Feminists always want to say that beauty standards are entirely subjective. Therefore, everyone can be beautiful. However, isn't it interesting that all four people in this video who assign numbers rated both Anastasia, the voluptuous goth, and Chad at the top? But getting back to what Madison said earlier to our black woman, Jenny, when she asked how she could be a 10, Madison replied, you can't. Despite Madison's big personality, at least she is being honest. The reality is that once you have your number, you can't change it. All you can do is change your hair and get into shape. On the other hand, there are plenty of ways you can make your number worse. There are plenty of ways women make their number worse. For example, plastic surgery, Botox doesn't look good. Fake boobs do not look good. Sure, women who get fake boobs like Anastasia, our goth chick, look great when they are in clothes. But as soon as those clothes come off, they look gross. Plus, after about five years, they sag and look even worse.
1: Are they real? No!
0: But there is a perfectly good reason for why somebody would want to up their number. I know that a lot of us don't like to think of it this way, But your number affects absolutely everything you do. From your options with women to your ability to get a job and even your ability to make friends. The more attractive you are, the easier those things are to get.
1: One thing people don't really talk about as much is there's like the white privilege and then there's, you know, male privilege. But I think above all that that supersedes it is this. If you're good-looking, things are way easier for you and it's true.
0: How attractive you are matters. And whether you are high or low on that scale, you need to be able to deal with reality on reality's terms. That is the definition of a mentally healthy person. Someone who accepts reality for what it is. An insane person rejects reality and then tries to believe that reality is something it's not. Let's get back to Bajaro for a second. Bajaro is someone who probably thought his number was higher. And What'd you do today? I got rated on my attractiveness. And how'd you do? Uh, all around, it seemed like I got on the lower end of the meter. He scored on the lower end on everyone's lineup, and that's fine. You might not end up winning the genetic lottery, but that doesn't mean you can't succeed. Successful people accept their limitations and take inventory of their good traits. So maybe you aren't attractive enough to be on camera, but it turns out you have a phenomenal voice. Fine. Do radio. It worked for Tom Lycus, He was the most successful radio host in one of the most competitive markets, and he is a self-proclaimed 0 out of 10. Chances are, there's probably at least one thing that you are really good at, even if it's not physical attractiveness. In Bajaro's case, now that he knows the truth, he can use the slap in the face that was this video to make some changes. Really, if he changed his hairstyle, he would improve his number by several points. Plus, he's not resentful of the honesty. I mean, I've heard a lot of different opinions today about beauty, and I, I thought that none of them were necessarily wrong. They were just all different. It's okay for us to judge other people. I mean, yeah, we do it every day. Last, but certainly not least, we have Carter.
1: Oh God, I don't like myself today. Um, <laughs> it's it's so fucked up to say, but like, I guess physically, like, you're not as fit as I would prefer personally.
0: Look at how much effort the Hispanic chick put into not calling Carter fat. Is that what this world has come to? We have four people rating everyone in the room on features they cannot change. How tall they are, baldness, the shape of their face. No problem saying things about that. Yet the second we get to something that can be changed, we have to walk on eggshells. What was even more off-putting is how high her ratings were.
1: I, I would say, like, he evened out
0: at around a six. A six? That is way too high. Five. A five? Are you kidding? Look, that is the most generous rating that Madison gave anybody, and Carter is pissed about it. You get a nine from me, for sure. Yeah, you look good. Like I said, I like luxurious <laughs> women, and uh, that's what you got going on.
1: I've been out here getting low-ass ratings. Where have you been? <laughs> she right here waiting on you. Thank
0: you. You're welcome.
1: My Carter. Yeah, Carter five.
0: A nine? Jim is insane. She's not voluptuous, she's obese. Anastasia is voluptuous. But even still, Carter got a five and a six from Madison and the Hispanic chick, and she calls those low ass ratings. Carter is a two. She should be kissing their feet for giving her such a high number. How'd you do?
1: I did worse than I thought I was going to.
0: This is the problem with ignoring the truth and ignoring social pressures. You make up all these awful theories in your head that don't lead to happiness. You need to put your ideas out there in the court of public opinion to help you figure out which ideas are good and which ideas are bad. Otherwise, you end up spouting nonsense like this.
1: I think people have a really hard time with fat people. (laughs) They just don't know what to do with them. Society just shits on them all the time. Everyone hates fat people.
0: <laughs> no one knows what to do with fat people? What does that even mean? The way she says this is completely socially awkward. She sounds like someone who is pretending to know a lot about a subject that she's actually clueless on. There's not much conviction in her voice, and it sounds like she doesn't actually believe what she said.
1: When I was younger, I never thought that there was ever a chance I could ever be attractive. I didn't think anyone would ever like me, and that the first thing that they saw when they saw me was that I was a fat person, and that's all they would ever see, you know? But uh, it took a long time, (laughs) a long time for me to to change that thinking in myself. And now I try as hard as I can to do everything the opposite of what society wants me to do, because that makes me feel really powerful.
0: There we go. A perfect, self-defeating prophecy. I'll never be attractive, so why bother trying? With that attitude, of course Carter is going to stay fat because she's not putting any effort into learning how to lose weight. Carter is not fat because of her genetics, her thyroid, or polycystic ovarian disease, for which I'm 90% sure she blames it on. It's none of that. She is obese because she is not accepting reality for what reality is. She is instead trying to create her own fantasy and live in that. Carter, don't be surprised when that ends up making you miserable. But it's worse than that. She says she feels powerful in going against social norms that might make her happy. You know what also feels really good and makes you feel powerful? When you're mad, it feels excellent to take a baseball bat to the TV or punch your fist through some drywall. But guess what? When you calm down, you now have a broken TV and a hole in the wall. Does that really improve your life, always doing what feels good? All Carter has to do to make herself more attractive is lose weight and take out that nose ring. It's really that simple. And guys, these social traditions are there because they are generally what makes people happy. If you are going to go against tradition, then you better have a good reason. Carter's story isn't all bad, though. Let's end it with some silver lining.
1: Would you recommend hearing
0: unfiltered opinions by your parents?
1: Yeah, I really think so. Because, I mean, I expected a lot of the comments to be really good today, and it really gave me a new perspective to hear some of the negative things that people had to say about me. And I think that everyone should have that experience because then it helps them grow as a person.
0: Look, just like the people who were told about the possibility of death from meningitis, Carter was thankful for the knowledge. People want the truth. You need the truth from other people, and you need criticism. Contrary to what feminists say, the judgment of others can be very useful. As smart as you may think you are, you aren't smarter than the collective effort of the thousands of people that you will meet during your lifetime. If you start subjecting yourself to social pressure and you start allowing constructive criticism into your life, then you will be able to accomplish things that you never thought were possible. And we live in the best possible time for this because never before were you allowed to be honest. Information was always controlled by one group of people. Now it's not. I know a lot of things seem bad right now, but the only reason for that. Is because everyone is pointing out all the world's problems at the same time. The mainstream media lies. Do you think that the mainstream media just started lying recently? No. They have been lying the whole time. The only difference is that now we can point it out. And they can't stop us because of the competition. Joe Rogan isn't allowed to have certain guests on YouTube? No problem. Spotify will allow it. Now YouTube has to compete with Spotify And the only way it's going to be able to do that is by moving more towards free speech. And understand, most of the community guidelines changes had been because a bunch of Karens complained to advertisers while mainstream news outlets made up lies about YouTube radicalizing people. So the advertisers threatened to drop YouTube. That's why it keeps getting worse. No matter what, the Karens are always going to be pissed and mainstream news is always going to lie for shock value. Fortunately, because of the competitive nature of the internet, the mainstream media companies who make up all those lies are dying and the Karens are getting a ton of bad press because of Get what Go Broke. It turns out that listening to Karens hurts your business because nobody agrees with them. The things are only going to get better once those two groups are stamped out. And if YouTube still doesn't change, then we can always just move everything over to BitChute and change the revenue models so that advertisers don't run everything like they do now. The good news is that BitChute has been growing ferociously over the past year. But with that said, I think that will be enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar, All of those links are on my channel page or they're in the description. Last, if you haven't checked me out on Facebook or BitChute yet, you can also find those in the description or on my channel page. Otherwise, thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next video.